I wrote an article, it was an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal that explained um, that investment bankers were overpaid. And at the bottom of it, it said, Michael Lewis is an associate at Solomon Brothers in London. And I got called under the carpet for that. And so while I was there, I, ha I had to conduct my literary career under a pseudonym. I wrote under my mother's maiden name, Diana Bleeker. And I, when I wrote these things about uh, about what I was seeing around me, they got this enormous response to the point where um, I get calls from book editors saying, "We figured out who you are, and and uh, you should write a book." So I knew there would, but I knew there was an appetite, uh, and that people wanted that world explained to them because it seemed it was it was so bewildering that all of a sudden twenty four year olds were being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to give financial advice. Yeah, I remember when I first read the book, my impression of Wall Street was at stark in stark contrast with the with the image that you painted. I mean, you you painted this image of these frat guys, these these boorish frat guys running around scooping guacamole into their faces and that contrasted so sharply with my I guess naive image of Wall Street as a place of 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 kind of refinement and, and men in suits uh, speaking well and, and doing good work. I was very lucky from a writer's point of view to have landed in the place, the Solomon Brothers trading floor, where the people had the decency to behave uh, uh, as they were. That they <laughs> and so they they that they were they were really they were completely open about being pigs. They weren't hiding it. They weren't they weren't cleaning their acts up for the outside world. They there was no hypocrisy about them at all. And so they behaved the way all of Wall Street kind of wants wanted to behave, but most most were too scared to. Uh, so I was lucky that way. Um, well, it's funny now that now that we have seen. The, the underbelly of Wall Street in terms of um, what their actions have wrought on the globe. Now, every time I see them, I only think of Wall Street executives as these ids, these, these, these money-hungry ids running around just trying to vacuum up as much of this cash into their snouts as they possibly can. And I think that image is largely because of, of Liar's Poker. Well, and because of, in part because of Liar's Poker, but not just, only in part, Wall Street got much more savvy about its public relations. I mean, that, that when I was there, it was, it was common for people to just order up a stripper to come on the, on the train. On the, I know, it was common. You, you didn't even think twice about it if all of a sudden a woman climbed up on her desk and started taking off her clothes. You thought that was just, you know, it was someone's birthday or someone had right. made a great trade or someone just felt like doing it. Mortgage bonds are dog shit. CDOs are dog shit wrapped in cat shit. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Institutions treat these CDOs like they're as solid as treasury bonds and they're going to zero. I mentioned that the article is about catastrophe bonds, which are bonds that insure against uh, catastrophic uh, failure, uh, natural disasters. Um, but then in that same paragraph you wrote, but then Wall Street created a market in mortgage bonds and the trader with better information about how and when people refinance made a killing. There's now a giant sub-industry to analyze the inner financial life of the American homeowner. Again, this is 2007. Did you have a sense then about what was to come the following year with the housing crash? I had no clue. I mean, no clue. 
I, it didn't even occur to me to to think about it. Uh, so I don't. I, I really don't spend my life looking at Wall Street and trying to predict what it's going to do. The things I've written about it have all been, you know, walking onto the battlefield after the war and shooting the wounded. I'm not a Wall Street savant or a prognosticator or predictor of things. So I had no sense. And if you'd asked me then, I'm almost sure what I would have said is, whatever these Wall Street firms are betting on, you don't want to be on the other side of. And they were betting on, they were all mostly betting on subprime mortgages. So I was completely wrong. And in fact, the people who were getting rich were people who were betting against them. That, a big change had happened in the culture of these Wall Street firms since I worked there. And the big change was they'd gotten kind of stupid. Um, not not individually. The individual traders were as shrewd as ever, but the institutions had become kind of stupid. They they had created dumb incentives for their traders to to do dumb things, and uh, and that completely surprised me. And that's something I think you'd only. Determine.